The WLEW Sports Network presents The Game of the Week with Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services. Just three weeks remain in the regular season, and the Kansas City Red Hawks are looking to fend off yet another Greater Than West foe, this time in the Caro Tigers. Good evening, folks, from the pit of Cass City, Michigan. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. I'm your host, Clark Ramsey. Thread me once again is Coach Steve Bone. Clark, here we are. M81 clash or crash, it's going to be a good one. Cassidy enters this evening with an undefeated record and a two-game lead in the Greater Than West standings. A win tonight would be one step closer for the Red Hawks to clinch the Tiger title, but the Carroll Tigers have an appetite for an upset. They sure do. They've quietly put together a really nice season at 10-4, and four, sitting in second place. They're two games back. Get a win here and a little help. You never know what might happen. The regular season is on to the home stretch, but there's still plenty to be decided. Cass City is looking for win number 15 of the year, while Carroll tries to keep their league title hopes alive. We'll dive into the whole matchup just ahead, so keep locked on your hardwood home for high school hoops, the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live worldwide at WLWSports.com and now also in replay in podcast form. It's the WLW Sports Network being powered by Anger Valley Services, Carroll at Cass City on snow coming for the M81 Clash. It's all on your hardwood home for high school hoops, the WLW Sports Network. presentation of the WLW Sports Network is being brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb. Dia services of Cassidy for all of your grain handling needs. Kohler Propane, nobody gives you gas like Kohler's. North Star Bank, guiding the way. Harbor Beach Community Hospital. McKenzie Jewelers, if you don't know diamonds, know your jeweler. Rescue Sign and Building Repair. McVeigh Insurance Agency. And Sure Health. Better health, better life. Are you sure? Internet services are provided by Agar Valley Services on the blazing speed of their TrueNet 4G wireless network. Go to agarvalleyservices.com for broadband internet that you can count on. This game broadcast is a copyright presentation. It's on Broadcasting Incorporated. All rates are reserved. Any reproduction without the express written consent of the WLW Sports Network is strictly prohibited. Tonight marks our fifth broadcast of the 2024 season on the WLW Sports Network which already puts us past the halfway point until the MHSA tournament begins, which, as a reminder, is a week earlier than normal this year. The girls' and boys' schedules are flipped for a reason that the MHSA claims is not money-driven, but I digress. This year's local district is hosted by Harbor Beach, which will feature our two teams tonight with Carroll and Cass City, as well as the host, Harbor Beach, Bad Axe, USA, and Lakers. That action begins in just over three weeks from tonight and should certainly provide for some great basketball matchups over the course of five nights. We, of course, will have all the action right here on your Hardwood Home for High School Hoops, the Sports Radio 1021 and WLWSports.com with doubleheader action on Monday and Wednesday and in the championship game on Friday. That's in three weeks, though. Good evening, folks, from the Fame Pit in Cass City, Michigan. I'm Clark Ramsey, your host. To the right of me, as always, is Coach Steve Bone. 
Steve, with tonight being our fifth broadcast of the season, we are officially out of excuses for not having a good broadcast. Well, you can't take excuse away from me. That's all I've got. I've been told <laughs> over and over I'm a poor excuse for a radio announcer, so can't take the excuses away from me. Okay. All right. Since you said so. Entering the 2024 season, Cassidy was one of the favorites to take the Greater Than West title, but no one quite anticipated them running the table through the first three quarters of the season and counting. The Red Hawks enter tonight with a 14-game win streak in tow after taking care of Vassar on Wednesday. Cass City's been the most consistent team both offensively and defensively, and that's just showing up in their record being 14-0. Being say, Saying that, that things have changed since January 5th. Their average winning margin has fallen from 23 to 11, so it's basically been cut in half just since the first of the year. So things are getting tighter. As, as you'd expect as teams are starting to – Holding oh, yeah. on Carter Patrick, taking <laughs> off that baseline and trying anything else in their, their uh, ensemble there to try and sneak a victory away from Cass City. Cass City's opponent tonight is coming in hot. The Carroll Tigers have already two games this week, including a massive comeback victory against Reese on Monday. The Tigers erased a 14-point halftime deficit to take out Reese and have now won four straight after defeating USA on the road on Wednesday. Three games in a week, that's a tough that's a tough task for anybody, and they were tough games. I mean, that Reese game, they're down in the first half, really had to really come back and play hard to get it in the second half. And then USA pushed them hard uh, Wednesday night the whole way through as well. So they're going to need that energy to get tonight's game here in Cass City. Um, but they're definitely road warriors, as you've <laughs> pointed out. So. Yes, and that game was uh, home against USA on Wednesday. Yes. We'll return in four minutes with a look at the away team tonight. That would be the Caro Tigers. It's all on the WLW Sports Network being powered by Anchor Valley Services on Sports Radio 101 and live worldwide at WLWsports.com. Listening to Sports Radio 1021 and live worldwide at WLWSports.com. Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone from our Anchor Valley Services courtside seats in the pit of Cass City, Michigan. Let's take a look at the away team tonight. That'd be the Carroll Tigers. They enter tonight with a 10-4 record. Six wins in January with just one loss, which just so happens to be against the Cass City. Red Hawks in the greater than West Cass City, or Carroll, excuse me, is at 6-2. That puts them in second place, two games behind first place Cass City. Head coach for Caro is Matt Shears in his second year, going 18 and 17 over that time, a 5.14 batting average, and went 8 and 13 in last year's campaign. The Caro Tigers are scoring 55.7 points per game on offense. That's the third best offensive production in the entire conference, behind Cass City and Harbor Beach. Caro at number three on defense. Caro is allowing 47.4 per game. That's right in the middle of the pack at number six of the conference, but eight points worse than Cass City. Average margin of victory for the Carrot Tigers in the black at 8.3 points. That's the third best differential in the Greyhound Conference. In summary, the Caro Tigers of Caro start out the season at the 500 mark after their first six games of the year, beating Sandusky, Ubley, and Brown City, but falling to Harbor Beach, Lakers, and Richmond. Since then, though, Caro has put together seven wins in eight tries, only losing to Cass City by 15 points three weeks ago tonight. Since, the Tigers have defeated Bad X, Vassar, Reese, and the USA Patriots. 
Yeah, that's seven. Seven out of eight is a really nice run for them. Uh, they kind of turned the corner from where they were earlier in the season. That last game against Cass City, the game was over at halftime. It was 31-13. Yeah. to 13. Cass City took it to them. But then in the second half, Carroll come out, played them straight up, and actually outscored them 34-31. So I think that's more what we're going to see tonight. This game's going to be really tight. It's going to be really well played. I think the difference is how's Cass City going to defend McCreary and how is Carroll going to defend Patrick. Carroll is led by a pair of players combining for nearly 32 points, and they have multiple years of eligibility remaining. Connor McGarry is just a sophomore and leads the team at 18.6 points, while junior Evan Langmade is dropping a 12.9 average per game. After McGarry and Langmade, Jaden Buniak is posting a 7.5-point average, and Julian Wilding is at 6.2. Altogether, it makes for the third-best offensive team in the Greater Thumb Conference. Three scores. We don't see that on most nights. No. Uh, most teams are happy to have two, but yeah, they've got three. They've even got a fourth one. I think a big thing tonight is Carroll's composure. If they can stay composed, stay in it, don't get rattled because they're going to try, you know, Cass City's really physical defensively. They'll push them around. They just got to keep their composure, do what they do. It's time for a short break on the WLW Sports Network. When we return, we'll take a look at the home team tonight of the Cass City Redhawks. Right here on your Hardwood Home for High School Hoops, the WLW Sports Network. The Kansas City Red Hawks hosting the Cairo Tigers for the M81 Clash. Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone with your call tonight from the pit of Cass City. Cass City enters tonight with a 14-0 record. Haven't lost in 326 days. In the Greater Than West, they are 8-0. Two-game lead over Carroll, three games over Reese and Badax. Head coach for the Kansas City Red Hawks would be Aaron Vernal in his 18th total year, going 223 and 150 in that time. Best start in his 18 years of coaching at 14-0. The Red Hawks of Kansas City have one of their better offenses this season, averaging 59.6 points per game. That's the best offense in the entire GTC and almost four points better than Carroll. On defense, they're allowing just 39.7, which also happens to be the best defense in the conference and three points better than the second-best defense of Harbor Beach at number two. Average margin of victory in Kansas City's favor by 19.9 points. It goes without saying that's the best differential in the Greyerthum Conference. Last year, the Kansas City Redhawks were the Cardiac Kids, winning more than a handful of games in just the final seconds. This year is just the opposite. Of Kansas City's 14 wins, just three of them are less than double digits. Novell by one point, Kingston by seven, and Lagers by eight. In their other 11 victories this year, the Redhawks are winning by an average of 24 points. In their last five games, the margin of victory has dropped to only 11 points, so teams are starting to figure it out. But, the, I mean, the big key with... Uh, Cass City, Coach Fernald, I mean, his teams always play good defense. They're physical, they play smart, and they execute on the offensive end. I mean, we're going to see it tonight. Patrick will run through a 1,000 screens. They will screen, 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 getting the ball where he wants to get it, clear things out, let him go to where he wants to go, and then if they want to double, there will be guys diving, and he'll find them. So the execution on the offensive end and the defensive end is always a strength for Cass City. 
Last season as a junior, Carter Patrick is one of the conference's leading scorers, averaging nearly 19 points a game. Fast forward to 2024, and Patrick, now a senior, has raised that average to over a quarter of a century at 25.4 per game, a 24% growth in just the last 12 months. After Carter Patrick, everyone else on the team is scoring in single digits. Tyler Cumber at 6.3, Matt Mellendorf at 5.7, and Trent Patrick 5.1, and Mason Nevick at 4.5. One name that makes a bigger difference on the floor than his 3.6 offensive average is Cohen Sherman, who makes his impression felt in every phase of the game. We talked about it last year when he when he figured it out on the at the point, which got Patrick off the point, allowed Patrick and Fernald to to attack from the wings, attack from the baseline, this team completely changed. The other thing, he draws a lot of the number one responsibilities defensively, so he does a great job defensively, does a great job handling the ball, doesn't turn it over. You know, he he makes those killer baskets. I mean, he just all of a sudden he's open, he gets a little layup here, gets a steal and a layup there, stuff that just kind of really makes life difficult for the other team. So I guess in a sense, he does all the dirty work for Cass City to allow Patrick and the other guys to do what they do. Caro and Cassidy tips off in just five minutes. Up next, we'll analyze the tail of the tape between the Tigers and the Red Hawks. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Now let's take a look at the tail of the tape. Carroll has quietly put together quite the season thus far with a 10-4 record currently. The Tigers are on track for their first above 500 season in seven years. They enter tonight with a four-game win streak, something they also haven't done since 2017. Carroll defeated USA on Wednesday 53-44 and Reese on Monday 56-49. And to take that step further, Carroll has just one loss since Christmas. Just so happens to be Cass City winning seven of their last eight games. Cassidy has absolutely rolled through their schedule this year with a 14-0 record entering this evening. The Red Hawks are winning by an average of nearly 20 points per game, which is three games being decided by 10 points or less. Cassidy does have a few tests coming up outside of the Greater Than West, home against Millington this coming Wednesday, and then at Harbor Beach. The Red Hawks will still need to play on the road at Reese and at Lakers to secure their second straight divisional title. Yeah, I think it's a huge game tonight for Carroll. They play well tonight and really give them a really good game. That's a, that's Carroll's team taking the next step. On the other side of it, Cass City with a win tonight pretty much sews up the whole conference. So they got the West title pretty much if they can get tonight and then uh, work their way towards the districts. It's now time for the Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise Roadmap. If you're looking for the latest miles from Chevrolet, look no further than the north end of Ubley and Thompson Chevrolet find new roads. So, Steve Bone, the current standings are tied to a piece between you and me. And since you won last time, you get to go first tonight. Hey, I think it's going to be close. I got Cass City, though, at home, 53-49. Okay. Well, I also have Carroll at 49, but I have Cass City going with a little bit more offensive firepower just below their average. They're averaging, what, 59.6. I have them at 58 tonight. So, Cass City by 9 points, 58-49. to 49. You have Cass City by four points, 53-49. to 49. Should be a good one. Should be a good one indeed. It's now time we have the Cassidy Pep Band as it's snow coming here in Cassidy tonight. A full gymnasium, full house, filled to the brim on both sides of the pit. And now we listen in to the national anthem being performed by the Cassidy Marching Band. 
and Pep Man with the Star Spangled Banner. City Pep Band up in the balcony on the right side of your radio tonight in the pit. And now let's meet your starting lineups for both sides. We'll start out with the away team tonight, the Caro Tigers. Coached by Matt Shears in his second year at the helm, going 18 and 17 over that time. And we'll start out with a six-foot junior, number three, averaging 12.9 per game. That's Evan Langmaid, the second leading scorer on this team. Speaking of which, the leading scorer of the team, Connor McGarry. He's a six-foot-one sophomore, number four, averages 18.6 per game. Up next, a six-foot-three senior, older brother, number 23, Logan McGarry, averaging 2.9 per game. And then we have number 33, Valen Bunia, a six-foot-three senior, averaging 3.9 per game. And well, I would guess his brother as well, a six-foot-three senior, Jaden Bunia, number 45. Averaging seven and a half per game. Caro in their road black uniforms. Purple lettering, white outlines, a C, as similar to the Cincinnati Bengals and Cincinnati Reds on their short, sharp-looking uniforms there for Caro. For the Cass City Redhawks, coached by Aaron Vernal. In 18 total years at the helm, going 223 and 150 for the Red Hawks for Aaron Fernald. Tyler Kumper gets the start tonight. He's a six foot one senior. He averages 6.3 points per game. He is number three in your roster. Five foot 10 senior, perhaps the best defender on the team as well. Number five, Cohen Sherman. Averages just 3.6 per game, but makes his presence known all over the floor. And down in the low post, the tallest man on the roster is six foot five junior, number 11, Carson Anthos. Averages three and a half per game, but did not score in the last game against the Vassar Vulcans. Six foot one junior, Mason Nevick, spent some time on varsity last year. He's number 12. He averages four and a half per game. And then the leading scorer of the entire Greater Thumb West, a six foot senior, number 25, fourth year on varsity, has over a thousand career points already. Carter Patrick, averaging 25.4 points per game. Three-man officiating crew tonight, a full house. This is the moments we look for, Steve. It's in only the regular season. We still have three weeks left in the regular season. It's the M81 Clash, and I'm proud to say this is my first M81 Clash. I agree. I don't know if I've ever been to one. But this is, uh, yeah, like you said, it's a full gym. We've had some really good crowds this year. I think uh, high school basketball is kind of coming back. Everybody's 
getting a long ways away from COVID and they're getting back in the gym and enjoying some great high school basketball. And we're going to have a really good one here. What I love about the, so Cassidy's JV lost and apparently as punishment, they send Al Patrick, the coach, up to run this, the, uh, <laughs> the spotlight up in the in the balcony. I love that aspect of Of course, they turn the lights down, bring the spotlight back, which has been a, a staple of Cassidy since the 90s, if not earlier. So tipping off for Cassidy would be number three, Tyler Cumber. For the Caro Tigers would be number 33, Valen Punia. Excuse me, that's number 23, Logan McGarry, 6'3", senior. Cassidy will be going right to left across the radio. Caro in their road black uniforms. Left to right, Cassidy in their home whites. Cassidy across their chest in script, maroon outline, and numbers. Tip is won by Caro, but it is into the hands of Mason Nevick, and we have a foul right away on the pass. And this is going to be going against Caro's number four, Connor McGarry, his first and team's first, quite obviously. Yeah, they don't want to see him in foul trouble. No. Hey, two seconds in, you already got one. That's 18.6 points per average per game for the sophomore, Connor McGarry. Cassidy working around the perimeter. Carter Patrick goes opposite block to the right side of it. It's overthrown, intended for Tyler Kumper, and it's going to result in a turnover. Here comes Carroll over the right wing. Connor McGarry dribbling around a couple defenders. Back up to the top to Langmeg. Langmeg gives it to Buniak. Jaden Buniak now back into the hands of Connor McGarry. Goes down to the right block, going to strong. Goes up, can't quite get the touch off the glass. But offensive board keeps Carroll on board. And meanwhile, they pass it to the top. Logan McGarry gets it. He banks it home in for three. And we have a foul on the shot. And the foul goes against number 11, Carson Anthus. That's his first, team's first. And so we'll have a, the potential of a four-point play here. Nope, they're going to say is on. <laughs> nope. No free throws. It was a foul off the ball. Yeah, off the ball. Yep. So everyone was lined up to shoot free throws except for the officials. <laughs> they look confusing there. Connor McGarry against Cohen Sherman. That's the matchup we expected tonight, and that's what we're getting so far. McGarry back to Langmaid, dribbling to the right wing. Around the perimeter they go. Cohen Sherman strips it away, but there's Langmaid to save it. Langmaid dribbles inside the lane. The runner's up, and it's no good. Rebound ripped down by Carroll, and they put it back. Hidden for two points from Jaden Budiak. Buniak ripped that right out of the hands of Carson Anthus in for two points. Carroll, five. Cassidy, nothing. Cohen Sherman at the right wing, picks up his dribble. Looking to skip back, back over to Carter Patrick, top of the key. Back to Sherman, right wing. As Valen Buniak comes out and meets him. Tyler Kumper looking to get the ball. Cohen Sherman has it over to Nevick into the corner. To Carter Patrick pops the three. It's good. At his feet set, and Cassidy's on the board with 6.17 remaining in the first. It's 5-3. Meanwhile, other end. There's a three from Valen Buniak, number 33. And now it's 8-3. Offensive shootout so far. We've played not even two minutes. 8-3. Carroll leads by five. Ties their largest. Mason Evans passes over to the left to Carter Patrick. Closely defended by Connor McGarry. Mason Evans in the corner. Going against Logan McGarry. 
Back out to the top, over to the right wing to Cohen Sherman. Sherman gets stripped inside, picks it back up, goes off the glass, does not have the touch. Carter Patrick gets the putback, can't get that to fall, and he's fouled on the putback, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Ball goes against Connor McGarry. Connor McGarry, that is his second. So early foul trouble for the leading scorer for Carroll. That's two quick fouls for Connor McGarry in the first two minutes and 23 seconds. Five thirty-seven left in the first. Officials talking with Carter Patrick with quite the dissertation here. That's I've seen juries deliberate shorter than what that <laughs> discussion was there. Carter Patrick at the free throw line, shooting two. The lefty's up, and it's good. So Carter Patrick with all the points so far for Cass City. One for one for the free throw line on the season. He's a 76% free throw shooter, making 85 on 111 attempts now. That's a huge, huge foul call. Puts McGrary yeah. on the bench. And he goes two Five for two. Five left. It's a three-point game. Eight to five, Carroll by five. But Connor McGarry is on the bench for Carroll. He's the lead scorer. Back up to the top. Julian Wilding just checked in, replaced Connor McGarry. Back up to Jaden Buniak. Buniak dribbles at the left elbow and gets it popped out, but he picks it up at the same spot. Now he dives downside the lane, goes off. This one's way off the mark, and Carson Anthes brings in the rebound for Cassidy. We have a whistle away from the ball. And this foul will go against Carrows, number 33, Valen Buniak, his first and team's third. 5-12 left in the first quarter. Carroll 8, Cassidy 5. We've played three minutes. Cohen Sherman back to the top to Mason Nevick over to the left wing. To Carter Patrick, takes a three, no, off the mark. Rebound brought in by Valen Buniak for Carroll. Here comes Evan Langman across the court and in midcourt. He's the second leading scorer and leading scorer so far on the court based on averages. Logan McGarry over to the left wing to Valen Buniak into the corner, back to Logan McGarry. He starts his dribble at the high post, pivoting back into the corner to Jaden Buniak for three. This one's airmailed. Two days shipped out of bounds, and it's going to be Cass City ball. So a little offense for defense here as Connor McGarry is coming back into the ball game with 4.31 left in the first. Yeah, I really like that move. You pick up your second foul, sit down for a minute or two, kind of get Regroup. your composure back. Yep. Say it a thousand times. You get five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, if he picks up a quick one here, you go look, eh. But they aren't going to win without him on the floor. So, so Connor McGarry back into the ball game. Meanwhile, Cassidy goes down into the hands of Cohen Shirk and Tyler Kumper. He can't get that one to fall. Rebound brought in by Carroll. Connor McGarry, give and go to Jaden Budiak. Can't get the fall, and Carson Anthes rips down another rebound. Here comes Cassidy. Cohen Sherman, top of the key, against Evan Langbay. Dribbling to his right, to the right wing. Halfway through the first quarter, Cassidy with five on offense. Carroll with eight points in the lead. Dribbling all the way around the perimeter to the left wing. Hands it off to Mason Nevick. Back to Sherman in the corner. Zone defense here from Carroll adjusting. On a skip pass to the right wing. Carter Patrick top of the key. Against Langmade, and he hits another three, this time at the top of the key. He has eight points, as does Cass City, and we are tied for the first time tonight. 
3.32 left in the first quarter. And it's a steal by Cohen Sherman. He's with Tyler Kumper. Carter Patrick goes up in transition. Count the basket and one. Cassidy's on top now. Foul goes against 24 of Caro. That is Julian Wilding, his first and team's fourth. It's now Cassidy 10, Caro 8 with 3.20 left in the first quarter. Carter Patrick 10. Chaos. <laughs> Caro 8. Actually, I really like what Carroll's doing defensively. They're basically in a matchup zone, knowing where Patrick is. The problem is they're not putting any pressure on him on the arc, and he just shoots too good to stand off and just let him let it rip. Yeah, he's what, two for or two for three behind the arc. And now Carroll leads by three points and is stolen away by Cohen Sherman. Sherman waits and passes over to Carter Patrick, lets for the clearance and delays and goes in for two points. And we have a timeout called by Carroll. As Cassidy now leads by five points. It's Carter Patrick 13, Carroll 8 on the WLW Sports Network. Carroll calls their first time out. And facing some pressure here from Cass City, and Cass City pops it out, and it's going to be a turnover. That is Caro's first tur- or second turnover of the evening, and gives the ball back to Cass City with a five-point lead, 13 to eight. As Cass City went on a 10-0 run in just two minutes and 36 seconds, to now with a five-point lead, all in the hands of Carter Patrick. Yeah, Cass City's little three-quarter court one-two-two press really giving Caro some trouble. They haven't had a shot up here, and I don't. Minute and a half, two minutes now. Two and a half to play in the first. Cass City 13, Carroll 8. As now the defense starting to extend out there in that matchup zone. Into the corner. New man in there for Cass City be Matt Mellendorf. Back to Cohen Sherman. Tyler Kumper sets the screen to the high post. Over to the right wing. Carter Patrick for three. No good. Rebound fought for and brought in by Carroll's Connor McGarry. Yeah, nice defensive possession, but boy, they really got to get up. You can't give them that good a look on the arc. Two minutes left in the first quarter over to the right wing. To Julian Wildy. High post to Logan McGarry. Wide open inside is Jaden Guniak. On the runner, Lane was wide open, and he is four in Caro at 10. Minute 45 left in the first quarter. 13 to 10, leading by three. Meanwhile, Cohen Sherman dives between defenders and gets the layup to fall. It's now 15 to 10. Cassidy by five once again. Carroll, Connor McGarry to Evan Langmaid at the top of the key. And McGarry sets a screen. Dribbling all the way down to the short corner on the right side. Langmaid's shot no good. Connor McGarry with the rebound, but the reverse layup is in for two points. Nice move there from the sophomore, and that's his first points of the night, actually. 15 to 12. Minute 15 remains in the first quarter. It's a three-point game. Yeah, they're really denying McGarry, so that gives them a free run to get offensive rebounds. In the corner, though, there's Matt Mellendorf to make a three. His first points of the night, and it's now a six-point lead, 18-12, to 12, less than a minute's play in the first. Caro in trouble, and they're going to turn this one over right in the hands of Tyler Kumper. Here's Cohen Sherman pushing tempo. 
Third turnover for Carroll. Matt Mellendorf now has it in the corner. Back to Carter Patrick for three. No, airmailed. And saved by Trent Patrick. Here's Matt Mellendorf. He takes a three right wing. This one's no good. Mellendorf gets his own rebound. Pump fake. Jump stop. Inside the lane. He is fouled. Foul is on the floor. And this will be the fifth team foul anyway for Carroll. So it'll be a result in two free throws. And the foul goes against Carroll's number 24, Julian Wilding, his second. That's five fouls. That is five fouls, so two shots. <laughs> Trying to help him out. Right, if you had Trying a buzzer, you could have helped yeah. a little sooner. <laughs> My voice isn't that strong tonight. Otherwise, we would have said, hey. <laughs> right, you hey. if you yelled at the officials, it blew the radio right. listeners' ears yeah, yeah, out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Mr. Anthos listening across the, the gym <laughs> would have had a, a vicious cycle going on. Matt Mellendorf. First free throw, not the best looking. Now the season is a 66% free throw shooter. Has made eight attempts, or eight made baskets on 12 attempts from the charity strike. First one's no good with 30 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Cassidy by six, and it remains six, but Carter Patrick gets the rebound. Goes up strong, he is fouled, and he will go to the free throw line for two shots. Foul goes against Ethan Ransford, his first. Team sixth. So Carter Patrick trying to make it 5 of 5 from the free throw line. He's so far 3 of 3 with 27 seconds left. So you get so you, you get what you want. Patrick's not shooting the ball. Mellendorf is. Yeah. <laughs> misses them both, and Patrick gets the rebound. You don't box him out. Then he shot fake. Everybody's in the air. Comes down. Now he's going to go to the free throw line. He's such a good player, though. Gosh, he's good. You know, I call it old man game. He's got that old man. I mean, he doesn't have that real fast burst, and there is no flash, but it just makes baskets, goes to the free throw line. He's not raising three fingers. He's not pointing to anybody in the crowd. He's not. I mean, he's just playing the game where he's supposed to be playing. It's really good. Fun to watch. Well, when his family's in the commercial roofing business, there's not much flash there. So... But they do it extremely well. And it kind of exemplifies itself right under the court as well. First free throw is good for Carter Patrick. Second free throw, it's good as well. It's now 20 to 8. Largest lead for Cass City. 20 to 12 with 20 seconds left in the first. Top of the key. Evan Lang made. Pops the three left wing. It was a rainbow maker. And uh, instead it's rebound brought in by Carter Patrick. Who else? Nine seconds left. 20 to 12. Cassidy by eight. Matt Mellendorf jumps top of the left block, puts it up, and it falls in for two points. He has five. 22 to 12 at the end of the first quarter. Cassidy leads by 10 points over the Carroll Tigers on the WLW Sports Network. Are you ready for it? Two to 12, Cassidy by 10 points after the first quarter of play. Carter Patrick with 15 of the 22 points for Cass City. As we have an offensive foul on Carroll to start this second quarter. And the foul goes against 
Jacob Zibitowski, excuse me. I practiced that all week. I already screwed it up. <laughs> yeah, he stepped out to set the screen, just stepped out late. Run right into the guy's thighs, so you're going to get that call every time, top of the key. Darrow on defense. Cassidy's dribbling. That would be Cohen Sherman. Gives it back to Carter Patrick. Seven and a half to play in the first half. Cass City with 22, Carroll at 12. Mind you, it was eight to three, Carroll. Since then, it's been a 19 to four run for the Red Hawks. Shots no good from Cass City. Rail in the Valley. Here comes Carroll on the three from left wing, and this one is good. And made by number 33, Valen Buniak. That's his second made three tonight. Carroll now has 15. Cassidy, 22, seven minutes left in the first half. Inside, Cohen Sherman dives inside the lane. Nice looking move there with a Euro step. Get in for two points. Every time Carroll gets something together, Cassidy with an answer as well. Cassidy showing some pressure and they turn it over. That's turnover number four of the night. Cohen Sherman to Braille in the Valley, back in the hands of Sherman, the right block. Hot potato in there. Now Carter Patrick has it between the high and low post, and he dribbles out to the left wing. Down to the left corner. Double team there. He's in trouble. Kicks it back out to Cohen Sherman at midcourt. High post. Lavalley into the corner. Matt Malendorf. He's made a three already. Takes another three. This one's airmailed. And Connor McGarry brings in the rebound for Carroll. McGarry goes down baseline, and we have a reach and a hand check going against Cohen Sherman. That's just his first and Cass City's first of this quarter. Just the second total foul for Cass City tonight. Carroll needs to be just more patient yeah. on offense, just work the ball. Cass City's pressure is making them go fast, but they're good enough handling the ball. They, they move well enough. They used to be a little more patient. They'll, they'll, they'll get the shot they want. They just got to be a little more patient, kind of let this heat settle down a little bit. Logan McGarry gets the inbound from Buniak into the corner. To Valen Budiak. Back in the hands of Logan McGarry. Reverse Mikan is in high off the glass in for two points. He has five. 24 to 17. Carroll trying to stay in this one. Just under six minutes left in the first half. Cassidy 24. Carroll 17. Going Sherman across the timeline. Right to left cross the radio. Dribbling now to his right. Down the right side of the lane. Kicks it over to Trent Patrick who takes the three. It's no good. Two white jerseys. But there is Logan McGarry to bring in the rebound. Rebound number seven for Carroll. That's the same as Cass City. Evan Lang made on the runner from the free throw line, and we have an offensive foul. Another moving screen here, looks like, on Carroll. That will go against number 45, Jaden Buniak, his first team second. So again, talking about patience, slowing down a little bit on the offensive end. The offensive guy's going with the ball before the screen's actually set, so that's the second time they've jumped out trying to set that screen. It's basically the ball handler's fault for not letting him get there first. Carter Patrick takes a three left wing. This one's no good. Connor McGarry with a rebound for Carroll. And the defensive pressure just doing enough to take Cassidy off their marks just to hit. Now they just need patience on the offensive side. They trail by seven to Cassidy. 24-17, five minutes left. Langmaid takes the jump shot from the free throw line. Counting the basket and one as he's fouled on his way up. Foul goes against number three, Tyler Kumper for Cassidy. His first team second of the quarter. And Evan Legman going to the free-throw line for an old-fashioned three-point play, his first points of the night. 5.02 remains in the second quarter. 24-19 as it stands right now. Evan Langman with one free-throw upcoming 
for the Tigers. He is a 55% free throw shooter. It's no good. So it remains a five-point game, 24 to 19. Cohen Sherman drives inside the lane, kicks it in the corner to Trent Patrick, mishandled the pass, and Sherman has it now at the left wing. Still dribbling down the left side of the lane. He is fouled on the floor. It'll be Cassidy Ball underneath throw basket left side of your radio. And the foul goes against Jaden Buniak. That's his second team's third. Again, Sherman just attacks them, attacks the defender's hip. You're either going to get to the basket or you're going to get a foul call. Draws the foul call. Again, putting them in place to be able to shoot free throws here after the next foul. Patrick will inbound for Cassidy. Into the corner to Cumper into the hands of Sherman left wing. 4.45 left in the second quarter. Cassidy 24, Carroll 19. Working around the perimeter. Going baseline would be Matt Melendorf. Skip pass and skip, scooped up by Connor McGarry. Just the second turnover for Cassidy. McGarry going on the baseline, short corner. No good, but rebound brought in by Buniak. Langmaid with the three, and it's good. Langmaid with five. It's now a two-point ball game. 24-22, just like that. It was 22 to 12 a moment ago. Now it's 24 to 22. A 10 to 2 run for the Tigers. Matt Mellendorf inside, jump stop, takes his time. This one's off the front of the iron, no good. But rebound, long rebound on the offensive glass. Brought in by Tyler Cumper. Sherman directing traffic, dives inside the lane, opposite block, and Cumper is fouled. He's hammered, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Really good foul. Yeah. The ball goes against <laughs> Logan McGarry. Right. Put him to the floor. Go and shoot your free throws when you're 47.5% at the free throw line. <laughs> I think that's going to be where they're going to go most of the time. And we've got a, a bloody nose for Jaden Boudia. Hey, I told you, class or crash here. That kind of looks like a crash there. I think so. <laughs> so we've got the... We could just walk out at halftime with the trophy and maybe no one will notice. <laughs> we, could, we could get a solid eight minutes out of town before someone might catch on. At the free throw line is Tyler Cumper. And that free throw is not the prettiest. Short, wide right. Yeah. It may have touched the edge of the uh, strike zone, but that's about it. So I think the 47% is pretty accurate. Uh. Ooh, look at that. And the second free throw, <laughs> wow, wide left. No good. <laughs> field, so re- the field goal kickers missed closer <laughs> than that. Well, he does a lot of other good things, though, out there. <laughs> Logan McGarry dives inside the lane. The hook shot, no good. Rebound brought in by Carter Patrick, pushing tempo. Patrick at the right block goes up strong and in for two points. Like clockwork, his first points in the second quarter. He has 17. Back out to a four-point lead, 26-22. to 22. Other end. Logan McGarry goes down baseline, and that one is good. Logan McGarry with seven points, and Cassidy coughs it up. Nevick in the corner. Here comes Carroll, trailing just by two points again. In the corner, Ransford, Ethan Ransford makes the three, and suddenly Carroll's back on top. 27 to 26. Did not expect that. Carroll leads. Sherman to Nevik. 
Looking to sell things. We have a timeout called by Aaron Fernald and the Red Hawks with 2.38 left in the second quarter. Caro 27, Cassidy 26 on the LW Sports Network. Coming out of the timeout, I think we know what was discussed in the huddle as they feed it right inside to the right block to Tyler Cumber. He is fouled, count the basket and one. And Cass City now leads 28 to 27 with 2.30 remaining in the second quarter. And that stops a 10 to two run for the Carroll Tigers, which makes this one now Cass City 28, Carroll 27. Foul goes against number 23 for Carroll. Logan McGarry, his second and team's fifth. Yeah, we talked in the pregame about Cass City's execution. Coach Fernald, well, they're ahead. Let's call a timeout, run a play, run it to ex perf perfect, perfection. perfection. Get the shot they want and the basket. Rebound is no good. Her shots no, or free throw is no good. So Caro's on offense with just trailing by one point. They've out-rebounded Cass City in this corner. Six to three as well. Logan McGarry for three left wing. It's good! Logan McGarry with 10 points now. Caro 30, Cassidy 28. 2.05 left in the second quarter. Caro by two points. Nevik. Dribbling to the right wing to Cohen Sherman. Slowing things down. Being guarded from a distance. Now in the hands of Carter Patrick. Mishandles it, gives it back to Sherman. Sherman. Dribbles to his right, at the right elbow. Now into the hands of Carter Patrick. Lang maids on him. To Cumber. Into the corner to Nevik. Nevik starts to dribble around the perimeter. Nothing there. Picks it up. Into the hip. Carter Patrick takes a three, and this one's good. Carter Patrick now at 20 points. 31 to 30. Cassidy back on top. Shots no good from Carroll. Rebound brought in by Cumber. Here comes Carter Patrick. Sherman to Patrick, right wing against Caro's zone defense. Nevik back up to the top. Oh, skip pass over to the right wing inside the lane. Sherman goes up strong, does not have the touch, and Logan McGarry brings in the rebound for the Tigers. One minute remaining in the second quarter. Cassidy bites one point, 31 to 30 over Caro. The Tigers on offense. Lang made against Nevik. Dribbling at the top of the key over the right wing to Connor McGarry against Sherman. McGarry goes inside the lane. He is fouled. Count the basket and one for Connor McGarry. Beautiful looking shot there with the contact. Count the basket. Caro's now on top by one point, 32 to 31, with 43 seconds remaining. Caro's done a nice job adjusting to the defensive pressure from Cass City. They've cut their, I don't know if they've even hardly had a turnover. One this turnover point. in this quarter. Yes, so that's made a huge difference. They're being more patient on offense. They're getting the dribble drive when it's there, and they're taking the threes when they're there. They're giving what the defense is giving them, and they're knocking shots down. Free throw is good from McGarry, and now it's a two-point lead for Carroll, 33-31. to Nevik sits down. Trent Patrick replaces him. Cohen Sherman with 39 seconds on the clock. Right to left cross the radio, now across the timeline. Blows pass Langmay. Goes inside the corner, dribbles back out to the right wing. Give and go, and it's coughed up. Brought in by Carroll into the hands of Connor McGarry. McGarry in the corner, short corner, nothing there. And we have a push 
And this will go against Tyler Kumper, his second, team's third. 23 seconds left in the second. Carroll will inbound underneath ground basket. We have a timeout called by Matt Shears and the Carroll Tigers with 23 seconds left in the second quarter. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. goes out of the timeout and they get a shot off but it was clean and now the Carter Patrick has it with three seconds left for the two on the baseline this one is no good and we've reached halftime the away team comes into the pit and after two quarters of play Carroll leads Cass City 33 to 31 in a game that's seen five lead changes and two ties after 16 minutes play it's Carroll on top by two points 33 to 31 it's time for a short break. When we return, we'll have your halftime snow coming festivities here from Cassidy, Michigan on the WLW Sports Network. Halftime in Cass City, Michigan. As now we shift our attention from basketball to snow coming. We're finding out and learning from all of our king and queen candidates of snow coming right now. Let's listen in. Heavy-duty diesel service technology. <laughs> Next up is Queen candidate Paula Learman and King candidate Carter Patrick. Paula is the daughter of Myra Clark and Paul Learman. She is part of Student Council, Rotary Interact, NHS, Track, and Cross Country. Carter is the son of Alan Ashley Patrick. He plays football basketball, baseball, and golf. His plans after high school are to earn a degree in cybersecurity. And the final king and queen candidate are Queen Claire Merchant and King candidate Landon Schott. Claire is the daughter of Laura Merchant and John Merchant and Jamie Joanne. Her future plans are to attend Michigan State University for finance and entrepreneurship. Landon is the son of Ben and Tanya Shot. In his spare time, you can catch him forecasting the weather, driving the roads, and eating. His plans are to become a broadcast meteorologist in the future. And excuse me, we have one more King and Queen candidate. They are Shelby Bowell and King candidate Lucas Shearheart. Shelby is the daughter of Dave and Vicki Bowell. She is the president of Rotary Interact in NHS, 
student council, and on the school board. She plans on attending the University of Michigan and earning a master's in social work. Luke is the son of Sonia Otremba and Scott Schirmer. He enjoys playing football and basketball as well as hunting and listening to music. Apologize, we did not catch the name of the queen, but uh, the, the king is certainly Carpatrick. That seems to be the king of the court and king of the basketball court as well, uh, as he is now crowned the snow coming king from cousin and last year's king, Mike Fernald. Let's take you through that first half. Carroll came out hot, scored the first five points of that ball game. It was 5 nothing. Carroll in just a minute and seven seconds. Then Cassidy's Carter Patrick gets a three to make it five to three. Carroll responds with a three of their own, making it eight to three, back out by five with 6.09 remaining in the first quarter. And then from that point, Cassidy goes on a 10-0 run in just two minutes and 36 seconds to take it from eight to three Carroll to 13 to eight Cassidy with 3.01 left in the first quarter. Carroll then responds with a made basket, makes it 13 to 10 with a minute 49 left in the first quarter. Then 15 to 10, Cass City. 15 to 12, Carroll exchanging baskets. And then for the remaining minute of the first quarter, Cass City connects on three baskets or three uh, possessions. And it makes it 22 to 12 with eight seconds left in the first quarter. Cass City by 10 points. They come out in the second quarter. Carroll strikes right away with a three. Cass City response makes it 24 to 15. And then Carroll's time to shine as they go on a 12-2 run, all the way down to make it 27-26 with 2.54 left in the second quarter. Exchanging baskets the rest of the way out, and Caro makes two threes in their final possessions to make it 33-31. Caro over Cassidy at the half. Back and forth, back and forth. We've had five lead changes and two ties all together in this ball game. Leading the way for the Cassidy Red Hawks. No surprise here. It was Carter Patrick with 20 points of the 31 of Cassidy. At one point, he had all 13 of their points to start this game. After that, five points for Matt Mellendorf all coming to the first quarter. Cohen Sherman with four points and Tyler Cumper with two. For the Carroll Tigers, 
distributed all over the place. Logan McGarry with 10 points. Six points for Valen Buniak. Five points each for Evan Langmaid and Connor McGarry. Four points for Jaden Buniak and three points for Ethan Ransford. As a team, Carroll is one for one from the free throw line. Cassidy, five of ten. Carter Patrick is five for five. The rest of the team, 0 for five. Matt Mellendorf and Tyler Kumper going to the free throw line five times have not made one. As far as turnovers, both teams with four turnovers. Well, it's kind of a flip of a script. Carroll with three turnovers in the first quarter, one turnover in the second quarter. For Cassidy, they had one turnover in the first quarter, three turnovers in the second quarter. Rebounding, all square at 12 apiece. In that two was kind of lopsided for Cassidy in the first quarter, lopsided for Carroll in the second quarter, resulting in 12 rebounds for both Carroll and Cassidy. Steve Bone, what do you have for shooting? Well, the ball... <laughs> Team shot the ball really well. You got Cass City, they were shot 54% inside the arc, and then outside the arc, they're 4 of 11 for 36%. So, you know, 4 of 11, 36%, that's not bad from the arc. You got uh, three from Carter, and then you got one from Mellendorf. So, not bad. So, overall, they shot 46% for the half. You'd be pretty happy. You know, you're staring at 31 points. You know, you're looking at, hey, we should get 60 tonight. But on the other side, Carroll got it going in that second quarter. They were 7 of 14 inside the arc for 50%. 6 of 10 from the arc. I mean, didn't it? It That's just crazy. came on the road. Yeah, on the road. And it came from, uh, you know, four different players. So 6 of 10, 50%. Anyways, they shot 54% from the field. And uh, it gives them this two point lead. So, again, I thought they did a lot better job handling the defensive pressure that Cass City was throwing at them. Plus, I think, you know, again, we talked about how important this game is for Carroll is as a team for make, taking that next step. And we talked about in the pregame how they got blown out basically in the first quarter the first time they played Cass City. And they were on the verge of it here again. They were down 10. I think it was 22-12. to 12, And they went on a run. They got back in the game. Now they're sitting here at halftime up two. And uh, this thing's going to go right to the end. And um, it's going to be... It's going to be a great, great, great finish. I really like what's going on. I mean, it's I, I really like what Carroll's doing defensively against Patrick. They're basically playing a matchup zone. Just know where he is. Get after him. If there's somebody close, they're doubling him to make sure he gets rid of the ball. They are now putting a little more pressure on him on the arc. And the last three he made, I mean, he caught, turned, and fired. I mean, it's a really, really tough shot. And I mean, if he's going to make that, you got to give it to him. So, I mean, so I think Carroll's pretty happy with what they're doing defensively. And I'm sure Coach Fernald on, on his side is saying, hey, guys, they can't shoot six out of ten two halves in a row. I mean, just I don't care. The best shooters in the world don't shoot 60%. But Carroll did slow down. They were getting, they were getting better looks. They were getting better basket uh, drives to the basket. So in that second quarter, they figured out some stuff offensively as well. So it should be a fantastic finish. Yes, indeed. We'll return in two minutes with your second half action right here on the WLW Sports Network. And basketball resumes. Snow coming court is off the court. And we have ourselves a two-point ball game with 16 minutes of play remaining. 
Carroll leads Cass City 33-31. That first half, we had five lead changes and two ties. Carter Patrick with 20 points. Logan McGarry with 10 points. His younger brother, Connor McGarry, just with five. Cassidy will start out on offense. Left to right across the radio, inbounding to Cohen Sherman. Across the timeline against Evan Langmaid, matching up with him. Carroll still in their matchup zone. Carter Patrick at the free throw line takes the jump shot, and he rattles it in for two points. He has 22, and just like that, we are tied at 33. I was wondering what they were going to do with Patrick. They put him in the post, flashed him to the high post, get him the ball there. It's a nice, easy shot for him. 33-33. to 33. Connor McGarry responds with a runner and layup from the right side himself. He has seven. 35-33. to 33. Seven and a half to play in the third quarter. Cassidy slowing things down. Cohen Sherman against Evan Lang made from a distance at the left wing extended. Gets a screen from Cumper. Dribbles to his left. Now down the left block. Nothing there. Pivots. Kicks it in the corner. A wide open Carter Patrick. And this one's short. And rebound brought in by Valen Buniak for Caro. Leg made to Jaden Buniak going down the baseline. He's cut off there, back into the corner to Logan McGarry. He starts his dribble inside the lane, goes up strong. He is fouled by Carson Anthos, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Carson Anthos, still scoreless tonight, has two fouls. And this puts Logan McGarry at the free throw line, shooting two. McGarry, a 57% free throw shooter on the season, just four of seven. And now five of eight with a main free throw. Yeah, again, Carroll doing a nice job taking the ball to the basket, attacking that real tight pressure that Cassidy's putting on the ball. 36 to 33, and now 37 to 33. Carroll by four points. McGarry with 12. That's Logan McGarry, the 6'3 senior. Connor McGarry with seven. Cohen Sherman back to the top to Cumber inside to Carter Patrick. Double team comes in there and goes to the left block, and it's in for two points for Carter Patrick with 24 points, 37-35. Again, Patrick in the post now. <laughs> they took him off the arc, put him in the post. If he get him the ball down there, he's one-on-one down there. It's harder to double him there. Logan McGarry at the left wing. Gets Carson Anthes, dives to the lane too hard, and rebound brought in by Cumper. Here comes Cassidy. Inside to Carter Patrick at the right elbow. Good defense there. Back out to Sherman. He dives inside the lane. The jump stop and is off the glass. Too hard. Rebound brought in by McGarry. Here comes Carroll. Jaden Buniak over to the right block. Wide open is Connor McGarry. In for two points. Count the basket and one for Connor McGarry. Seems to be getting a hit in the eye. He seems to be okay. Second team foul against Cass City. And it goes against Cumper. That's his third personal. Count the basket and one for Connor McGarry. Yeah, that was a really good find. McGarry coming down the right side really hard. Found him on the driving layup. As it stands right now, 35 for Cassidy. Now 40 for Carroll with the old-fashioned three-point play for the sophomore. McGarry gets going. <laughs> Cassidy's going to have a handful. Ties their largest lead at five. Carter Patrick at the free-throw line now dribbles to the left wing. Takes his time back out to Sherman, top of the key. Double team comes out, now retreats over to Nevik, right wing. Jump stop inside the paint, give and go to Carter Patrick, left block, one dribble, off the glass, in for two. Carter Patrick with 26. Carroll, 40. Cassidy, 37. Connor McGarry 
Short corner. Dives into the lane. This one's no good. Good move there, but rebound brought in by Cohen Sherman for Cass City. Trying to get to Carson Anthes. Right block goes up strong. He is fouled. Count in the back. Or, excuse me. Going to the free throw line for two shots. Foul goes against number 33 for Carroll. That would be Valen Buniak's second. First team. Carson Anthes at the free throw line shooting two. Unofficial Las Vegas odds had the over-under for points at Carson Anthes at .5 tonight. And the first free throw is no good. So Vegas is winning so far. And Cap City's having a tough time at the free throw line unless it's Carter Patrick shooting. <laughs> True. Oh, for the night, aren't they? Yeah. There There's a make. Carson Anthes with one point. Up to that point, it was Carter Patrick 5 for 5, the rest of the team. 0 for 6. That was that was the reverse announcer's uh, <laughs> yes. jinx. Of course, gambling and betting on high school athletics is highly illegal. Just, uh, <laughs> just as a reminder, folks. Connor McGarry goes down left side of the lane, spins in the lane. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Cumper. Here comes Cass City, trailing by two points, 40 to 38 to Carroll. Mellendorf back out to Sherman. Sherman left block, and he is going to be called for the offensive. Evan Langmaid was, stand, was, for the most part, staked out of left elbow. And uh, I think has a minor in theatrical acting. And draws the foul regardless. It was a nice job. Beat it him was. To, beat him to the spot. He did. That is three and then, fouls on Cohen Sherman. sold the call. Yes. <laughs> sold it. <laughs> So Connor McGarry at the right wing extended against Cohen Sherman. Now Evan Langman against Nevick. Back to Connor McGarry. To Logan McGarry in the corner. To Valen or Jaden Buniak. Buniak draws the double team. Back out to Logan McGarry. Pump fake. Inside the lane. Off balance. Off the glass. In for two. Good move there from Logan McGarry. He is 14. Carroll back out. Two leading by four. 42-38. And it's... Stolen away, knocked out, but it's going to be saved by Carroll. Last touch by Carroll. Cassidy ball right at midcourt. You said Logan McGarry has 14? Yes, he does. And he averages 2.9. <laughs> hey, that's what you need on upset nights, that's for sure. Connor McGarry has 10 points. He averages 18.6. Mason Nevick at the right wing picks up his dribble. Back up to Cohen Sherman. To Cumper, into the corner, to Mellendorf, starts his dribble. One dribble, picks it up, back to Cumper. Cumper gives it back to Sherman. Carroll's fans making some noise here on the road in the pit of Cass City. Give and go, Carter Patrick at the right elbow. He's in trouble, back out to Sherman. Starts his dribble, into the corner, Mellendorf, and it's tipped out of bounds. And this will be Cass City ball in front of their own student section, right side of the radio. Trent Patrick checks in for Cass City and replaces Mason Nevick. They got the ball to Carter in the paint. He was surrounded by surrounded. four, four Carroll Tigers. <laughs> Someone had to be open. <laughs> Anybody but you. <laughs> Carter Patrick inbounds to Sherman. He immediately dribbles to the right wing, now dribbles back to the left wing. Give and go to Carter Patrick, double team there, and the shot is good. Patrick makes that look so simple. How many times have we seen that play from uh, sideline out of bounds? A little scouting would help here. <laughs> Carter Patrick just waits just that moment to go to the opposite block and gets the pass. Meanwhile, Evan Legmaid takes a ugly-looking shot. It's rebound brought in by Cass City. Cass City trails by two points, 42-40. to 3.13 left in the third quarter. Cass City on offense. At the free-throw line is Sherman. Back to Patrick, back to Sherman. 
Sherman now favors his left side to the left wing. Trent Patrick goes, sets the screen in the low post. Trying to get something going here. Taking their time, though. Skip pass to the right wing to Trent Patrick. Down to Mellendorf, down the black. Inside the paint, pump fake. He is fouled. They're going to say, count the basket. Basket counts for Matt Mellendorf. And one, we are tied at 42. Yeah, they really flew at him out on the arc. Put it on the floor, went baseline, got to the basket, got fouled. That's the first tie since the first quarter. I don't think other than Patrick, you really want to fly out at anybody from Cass no. City. No. Free throws, no good. The rebound brought in by Cumper. We are tied at 42. Trent Patrick takes a three right wing. It's good. Trent Patrick gives the lead back to Cass City on a 7-0 run. Over to the left wing to Valenbunia. Back in the hands of Connor McGarry, we have a timeout called by Matt Shears and the Carroll Tigers. 45 to 42, Cassidy by three points, two and a half to left in the third quarter on the WLW Sports Network. Five forty-two. Carroll now trails Cass City. Cass City has gone on a 7-0 run in a minute in 41. Again, I think it was a really good timeout for Carroll there, kind of get them settled down, execute a good play here, get a good shot, keep doing what they've been doing, don't get out of here what you've been, what's been successful, and that's been taking the ball to the basket. Carroll will inbound in the backcourt to Logan McGarry. Carroll 42, Cassidy 45. Two minutes, 20 seconds left in the third quarter still. Logan McGarry pivoting inside the paint. Over to Buniak, back to Logan McGarry in the corner. Evan Lang made at the left wing, being guarded by Trent Patrick. Lang made at the right wing. Now the free throw line. Give and go to Buniak. He is fouled. Out. We're going to say the foul was on the, floor. on the floor before the basket was made. So, this will be Carroll Ball under the basket left side of radio. Foul goes against Cassidy's 21, Matt Mellendorf his first, team's fourth. 2.04 left in the third quarter. Cassidy 45, Carroll 42. Carroll with the ball to Logan McGarry in the right corner. Goes down baseline. And he can't hang on to it, goes off his knee. And that will be a turnover, the first turnover of the second half for either team. Carroll with five on the night. Wow, he was really banged going on the baseline, yeah. but Fisher said he dribbled off his knee, I guess, before he got hit. Cassidy taking their time, bring the ball up. That's Cohen Sherman leading by three points, 45 for Cassidy, 42 for Carroll. Trent Patrick left open in the corner. This one's off the mark. Matt Mellendorf gets the rebound. This one is partially blocked by Logan McGarry, and it's tipped out of bounds by Tyler Kumper. So, Carroll will inbound. Connor McGarry into Evan Langmang, back to Connor McGarry. Sophomore, leading scorer for the Tiger squad. Off of their best start in seven years with a 10-4 record entering this evening. Have not lost on the road yet this season. 
Four and four at home, six and zero oh on the road. Evan Lake made give and go to Buniak. Off balance, this is an ugly looking shot. Rebound brought in by Kumper. Yeah, he got to where he wanted to go, and then he shoots a fadeaway. Carter Patrick in the corner. Eight points in this quarter for 28 on the night. Trying to go down baseline. This one's cut off. High post to the right wing to Trent Patrick. Wide open. Matt Mellendorf takes a three right wing in the corner, and it's good. Mellendorf with 10. Cassidy by six. 48 to 42. It was 42 to 38. Now it's 48 to 42. Meanwhile, Carroll's Valenbuniak dives down inside the lane. He is fouled on his way up. He will go to the free throw line for two shots. The foul goes against Tyler Kumper, and that's his fourth. And team's fifth of this quarter. The board shows just three, though, so take it as you will. That sounds more applicable. First free throw is no good from Valenbuniak. Carroll has not scored in just over three and a half minutes. First, second free throw is good, though. Stops the bleeding. 48-43. And we have an on-the-arm foul called against Carroll's number three. Evan Lang made his first, team second. So Cassidy will inbound under their own basket. Right side of your radio. Trent Patrick will do those honors. Carter Patrick in the right corner. 46 seconds left here in the third quarter. Cassidy by five points, 48-43. They get into Carter Patrick. Back to Trent Patrick. Back to Carter Patrick. <laughs> One requirement of this ballgame is you must have a brother on the team as well. <laughs> 30 seconds left in the third quarter. Cassidy hanging out of the ball with five-point lead in tow. They trailed at halftime by two points. Have you raced that halftime deficit? Carroll does have a foul to give here. They just have three fouls in this quarter. Reset at the quarter now. Double screen at the high post. Carter Patrick left wing for three. This one's good. He's done it all season. He does it again. And now Cassidy leads by 11 or eight points, 51 to 43. Give and go to Evan Langmaid. He can't get the count. And we've reached the end of the third quarter with an eight-point lead for the Cassidy Redhawks. 51-43 on the WLW Sports Network. So technically, it's still the third quarter as there was a technical foul right at the end of the quarter as Trent Patrick Trent Patrick was called for a technical foul for taunting so that put Connor McGarry at the free throw line for two shots and now we will start the fourth quarter 51 to 45 is a six point lead forecast City to start the fourth here comes Carter Patrick with it. Back to Cohen Sherman. As there's a big three made, I was looking down, but guess who else? Carter Patrick with a three. He has 34 points. 54 to 45. Seven and a half to play in regulation. 
Carroll gambled on a steal and didn't get it and left Patrick wide open for a three. Connor McGarry takes a jump shot from the free throw line. No good. Carter Patrick brings in the rebound. And here come the Red Hawks. And we have a whistle. And it's going to be a reach on Evan Langmaid in the backcourt. His second, team's first of the quarter. 7-16 remains in regulation. Carroll by nine. Or excuse me, Cass City by nine. 54-45. to Some monster possessions coming up here for both teams. Cass City executes, scores, puts themselves double digits, puts Carroll in a big spot, bad spot. In the corner, Trent Patrick takes another three. This one's no good. In and out, Jaden Buniak brings in the rebound for Carroll. We're going the other way. It's a they need point. to get a really good one here. Connor, well, that counts, I suppose. Connor McGarry <laughs> takes a three and twice no time from the left wing. And now it's 54 to 40, or excuse me, 54 to 50. In the corner, Trent Patrick takes a three. This one's no good. Rebound brought down by Matt Mellendorf. Keeps Cassidy on offense. That should be 47, or 48, excuse me. 54 to 48, I was going to say. The scoreboard did not make sense, hence my silence there. Six-point lead. They feed it into the corner to Mellendorf. Cassidy on offense can knocked out by Connor McGarry. Cassidy ball. So it's 54-48, Cassidy by six points with 6.18 remaining in the fourth quarter. Both teams with a made three in this quarter so far. Inbound to Cohen Sherman. Langman went for the steal. Instead, it leaves him off balance. And Cohen Sherman can't get the, re- the shot to fall. And it's rebound brought in by Jaden Buniak. A big body down there for Carroll. Connor McGarry dribbles to his left. And we have an offensive foul. Moving screen called against Jaden Buniak, his third. And Carroll's second. That's the third time they've That's been the called for that. That's the third moving screen tonight for Carroll. Right. And, and it, it is it, a true moving screen. It is. I mean, and it's out in the middle of the floor. I mean, <laughs> can't miss it. No. And now we have a timeout called by Aaron Fernald and the Cassie Redhawks. We'll stick with you with 54 to 48 score with 6.01 remaining in the fourth quarter. So, what is Aaron Fernald setting up for the Cass City Redhawks right now? Well, he's going to be patient on offense. They're either going to get exactly what they want, which is usually something with Carter Patrick. What makes you say that? <laughs> <laughs> he only has 34 points tonight. Right. The rest of the team has 20. Yeah. And actually, I mean, I defensively, I think Carroll's done some nice things with them. But, of course, Coach is really good at what he's doing. He knows what teams are going to try to do. So they moved him inside against this matchup zone, and that's made a big difference. And now that they scored, Kripe scored uh, four baskets in there early on, and now he's back out on the arc. So they don't know if he's in or out. So Cass City's going to, again, they're going to be patient. They're going to get a good shot. Defensively, they're going to buckle down and just not give up anything easy. Know where McGarry is. Don't let him get going. And uh, see if they can uh, seal this thing up. Cassidy out with 30-second timeout to Carter Patrick. Left elbow. Thought about taking the three. Instead, he dribbles it back out to left wing extended. Dribbling to his left. Now passes to Sherman. Leading by six points. 5.45 left. And it's right into the hands of Connor McGarry. First turnover of the second half, actually. In... Transition, the shot's no good from Valen Buniak, but there's Connor McGarry to clean up the boards in for two points. He has 17. Four-point ball game, 54 to 50. Inside Matt Mellendorf, jump stop at the right block, in for two points. Too simple there. 
And it's now 56 to 50. Matt Mellendorf with a quiet 12 points tonight. At the free throw line, Connor McGarry takes a jump shot. This one is short. Long rebound brought in by Jaden Buniak. Keeps Cassidy, or Carroll on offense. And it's knocked out of bounds by Cassidy defender. Wild three minutes here so far in the fourth quarter. Well, this whole last five minutes is going to be wild. Yes. Hang on to your transistor radios. 56 to 50. Cassidy by six points. Five minutes remain in regulation. Arrow on offense. Evan Langmaid dribbles to his left wing, has Carter Patrick on him. Into the hands of Jaden Budiak. Connor McCary against Cohen Sherman. Top of the key, starts his dribble. Down the left side of the lane, spins, picks up his dribble, back out to Logan McGarry. McGarry, back to McGarry, this time Logan to Connor. Resets the offense. Left wing extended, gets a screen from Jaden Buniak to his right, sets the screen. Give and go back to Buniak at the left wing. Starts his dribble, down inside, cut off by Cumper, but still going to work. Skip pass over to the right wing to Evan Langman. Carroll showing some patience here. Buniak for three, right wing, and this one's good. Valent Buniak with a huge three. He has 10, and it's a three-point ball game, 56-53. to 53. Cassidy cut down by three boys. We have a whistle and on the reach. This will go against Cass, or Carroll. Langmaid. Langmaid with his second, or excuse me, third personal. He's Team's third. Kind of a touch foul there, ticky-tack, but I guess he did put his hand on his hip. Cassidy moving the ball quite well. Carter Patrick in the corner, now showing some patience on his part as well. Four minutes left in the fourth. 56 to 53. Cassidy leading at home. Trying to extend their streak to 15 games in a row in a 15-0 mark. A win tonight would at least clinch a share of the Greater of the West title. Trent Patrick keeping playing keep away. Back to Cohen Sherman. He dives inside the lane. Give and go to the opposite block. Cumber couldn't hang on to it and saves it. Back out to Patrick for three left wing. This one's no good. Tough rebound brought in by Connor or Logan McGarry, and we have a whistle on the rebound. This will go against number 21, Matt Mellendorf, his second. Team's second of the quarter. 3.28 left in the fourth quarter. Carroll has it, trailing by one position, 56-53 to Cass City. Called the M81 Clash for a reason. Last time they played, it was a 15-point victory for Cassidy in Carroll. The Tigers trying to return the favor. They have three minutes and 12 seconds to make up a three-point deficit. Connor McGarry against Trent Patrick. Sophomore against Junior. Logan McGarry inside. The hook shot right lane. Right wing is no good. The rebound brought in by Buniak, and he can't hang on to it. Goes out of bounds. Turnover number six for the Cairo Tigers. Gives the ball back to Cass City. Where you get a big offensive rebounder and then you <laughs> fum it. fumble it out of bounds. Now with the doctor ordered. To Trent Patrick, right wing in transition. This one's off the mark. Rebound brought in Ripley. Logan McGarry is making his presence known down inside there. We have a timeout called by Matt Shears. It's a full timeout with 2.47 left in the fourth quarter. 56-53. Cassidy trying to hold off the Caro Tigers, but the Tigers are not going down easy. Steve, on your thoughts. <laughs> this is kind of what we expected. Um, I, I don't. I hate to say it, but if there's an Achilles heel with with Cass City finishing this game, is their point guard shoots under 50% from the free throw line. 
Very so true. You get we get into a, a spot where somebody needs to be fouled. I don't know if Kansas City can really rely on their other ball handlers to make the free throws. So it's really imperative that they <laughs> – I mean, they just got to keep keep doing what they're doing. But Carroll can't get uh, – again, don't lose your patience. Stay with their game plan. They're doing a nice job again, driving to the basket. They haven't taken any wild shots. Again, they're only down three. I think defensively, though, they are extending out a little bit, maybe taking a few chances they don't need to take. But in the half court, Cass City is going to run clock. So you do have to be a little more aggressive there. Carroll has just one timeout remaining in this ballgame. Cass City has three timeouts. 2.47 left in regulation. 56-53. Carroll will inbound to Evan Langman. Cass City retreats to midcourt. That's where Mason Evick will pick up Langman. Favoring his... Trying to go to his right side, now he does to the right wing. Into the hands of Connor McGarry, passes it off to him. Nevik now on him. To Buniak, back to Langmaid. Going with a weave around the perimeter. Logan, Logan McGarry. To number 33, that would be Valen Buniak. Back to Langmaid. Carroll looking for a clean, good shot here. Connor McGarry at the free throw line. Back to Langmaid. Two minutes, 10 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Cassidy leads by three, Carroll on offense. Connor McGarry dies inside lane, spins, puts it up. He is fouled, and they say he traveled with it instead. Turnover number seven for the Tigers. Yeah, they took away his spin move. He run into a guy and just kind of lost his footing. 56-53. Now they put uh, Trent Patrick in. He'd be a little better free throw shooter. Carroll with two free throws to give. Cassidy with just two fouls in this quarter. Sherman to Cumper in the corner. Trying to fend off defenders. Double team there, and we have a timeout called by Aaron Fernald. It's a full timeout with a minute 43 remaining. So it goes without saying that one, first and foremost, always have to deny the baseline for Carter Patrick. Otherwise, he will absolutely burn you every single time. Meanwhile, Carroll's done a nice job. Carroll's done a good job of that. Logan McGarry's been a big part of that, shutting down that baseline. But then, you have to come back outside. I mean, on the night, Mount Mellendorf has made two threes. He also has three baskets on top of that. Otherwise, Cohen Sherman with with four points. Trent Patrick has made a three. There's still plenty of threats out there for Cass City. They have the number one offense in the Greater Thumb Conference for a reason. Carroll, though, Starting to get, I mean, they've only scored eight points in this quarter. But that's outscoring Cassidy eight to five in this fourth quarter. So progress there. But with a minute 43 remaining, they need to make up one possession. I made three, or do you try and cut it down to two, see whatever you can get? I like the patience we've seen so far from Carroll in this fourth quarter. Yes, Carroll's doing a nice job, getting what they want to get. They got the drive from McGarry. Cassidy did a really nice job. They, they dropped off. They really helped. They took it away, so he's traveled. So now we're, we're back to this free throw thing I was talking about. He's still got comfort in the game. Still got, you know, Sherman's your point guard. These guys are both under 50% free throw shooters. So if you're, if you're Carroll and they touch, you know, once you get into the bonus, those are the guys you want to foul. Trent Patrick to Carter Patrick had the left wing extended. Langmaid's on him. Langmaid has three fouls. 
really no foul trouble for either team this way, the rest of the way out here. Cumber back to Patrick, and he nearly goes into the backcourt, and he gets it over to Trent Patrick just in time. Trent Patrick dribbling around the perimeter, now playing keep away. 80 seconds, 8-0 remains. Minute 15. Sherman inside, kicks it back out to Trent Patrick, left wing extended. Trying to keep it in the hands of good free throw shooters for the Cassidy Redhawks. They have one more foul to give before free throws are given. Patrick at midcourt, back to Carter Patrick at the free throw line. He dribbles back out. Certainly don't want to. There's a foul. This will go against Valen Buniak. His third and team's fourth. The rest of the way out, two free throws for Cass City with 59.9 seconds left. So, again, if Carroll's done their scouting, <laughs> you, you want to foul Sherman and you or want to foul Comfort. They give it to Carter Patrick. You do not want to foul Carter. Do not Carter. want to foul Carter Patrick. <laughs> but pressure him, make sure. Ah, oh, they foul. They foul. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of time left. Just stay with him, stay with him, make him give it up. So that is the fourth foul against Jaden Budiak. So they sit him down. And Jacob Zubitowski will check in. Mason Nevick sits down for Cass City. Actually, Mason Nevick's coming in. I'm not or, sure why not they're sure. checking anybody in. I'm not sure either. They don't do that until after the first free throw, but... Well, you know, these rules are different this well, year. Well, that and is everyone, true. Still getting are strong. Yeah. Normally it's a one-on-one, so everybody's like, hey, get the guys in. No such thing as one-on-one one anymore. Carter Patrick's first free throw is good. A four-point lead now. 53 seconds left. So you're assuming he makes this. Carroll's got to come down, see if they can get a quick one. And then follow one of the other guys that you want to get on that free throw line. First points in over three minutes. 58-53, Carroll by, or Cass City by five. Zimitowski to McGarry, back to Lo Connor McGarry, Logan McGarry inside, and he's fouled. And so with 39 seconds left, Carroll will inbound under their own basket. Foul goes against Matt Mellendorf, his third, team's third. Again, good foul by Cass City. Carroll's attacking the basket. He got a couple fouls to give. Now they got to set it up and start all over again. Inbounding under their own basket. That would be Valen, or excuse me, Valen Buniak into Logan McGarry. Into the corner, back to Buniak. Give and go to Logan McGarry. Goes up strong. This one's no good. Connor McGarry with the putback. Gets his own rebound, though, and puts this one up. And this one rims in for two points. And Connor McGarry makes it a three-point game, 58-55. 20 seconds oh, left. That's going for the and they foul Matt Mellendorf. <laughs> so we walk the length of the court, and Matt Mellendorf will take two free throws on the season. A 66% free throw shooter, eight of 12, entering tonight. But so far tonight, he is 0 for three. So if statistics are anything, he should make at least one of these, if not two. 19 seconds left. And he makes the first one. And Cass City did a nice job <laughs> not letting Sherman touch. <laughs> yeah. Or Comfort. Second free throw is no good. Rebound, though, brought in by Bunia. Here comes Carroll trailing by four points. 14 seconds left. Inside. And it's good with 11 seconds left. We have a timeout called by Carroll as Connor McGarry goes down nope. the length of the court. Actually, they only foul. Foul. 
Connor McGarry will be called for the foul. We walk the length of the court. And did he foul Carter Patrick on that? Yeah. Yes, he did. Which you're under nine. You're under ten. Yeah, you, you had to, to foul whoever got it. I'm a little surprised that uh, Cass City didn't, or Carroll didn't use their last time out there so they could set their defense. First three throws, good. I was expecting a timeout there. Right. So was I. So it's now 60 to 57. Cass City by three with 9.3 seconds left. Second free throw from the lefty is no good. Rebound, oh. though, brought in by Kumper. Cass City has it. And there's the foul. Carroll should have fouled Kumper immediately upon the rebound. Now Carter Patrick instead goes back to the free throw line for two shots. Foul goes against Carroll's Evan Langmaid, his fourth. Team six. I know you can't see it at home, but Carroll's only got three guys in to get the defensive rebound. The ball comes off, so there's nobody to pin Comfort down. The ball comes out, he gets the rebound. That's kind of a mistake there. It should have four guys in there to get that rebound. And he makes both. It's now 62 to 57. 5.6 seconds left. Cassidy by five points. Full timeout called by Cassidy, trying to make sure that they salt this one away properly. No spoils at this point. 62 to 57, your current score. We've seen a wild game here tonight, Steve Bowe. Been a really good game. Been I mean, a great I, game. I mean, I, again, I think, Mary, we talked about how this this game was really important for Carroll. This puts them, this puts them, I mean, from a confidence standpoint, hey, we went into Kansas City, went toe-to-toe with them. You know, we're right there, a basket here, basket there, maybe, you know, a rebound or whatever. Maybe it's a different story. And, you know, you're looking going into the districts on a neutral court saying, hey, we beat them in the second half the first time we played them, and now we went toe-to-toe in a full game. Maybe we get them the next one. But there's still five seconds left here. So Cassidy is a foul to give. I don't know if Coach Ronaldo use it. Actually, a good player I hear from Carroll would be to throw in deep, catch, see if you can bury a three right off the get, call your timeout, you know, with like two and a half left. See what you can get. Well, they're facing a full court press here from Cass City. They are taking their time. McGarry, Logan McGarry, back up to Connor McGarry, top of the key. It's good, but they're down by two possessions. And that's it. Cass City hangs on and wins by two points. 62 to 60. A wild finish for the Cass City Redhawks. Hang on and fend off the pesky Tigers. The Cass City Redhawks take the M81 Clash in Cass City. Final score, Cass City 62, Caro 60 on the WLW Sports Network. When we return, we'll have the whole game breakdown and much, much more right here on Sports Radio 1021 in live worldwide at WLWSports.com. Cassidy wins on snow coming and M81 Clash night. Cassidy 62, Caro 60. It was a standing room only night in the pit of Cass City. And the Red Hawks hold off and fend off a pesky Carrow Tigers squad. Defeating the Carrow Tigers by two points. 62 to 60 is your final. 
Five lead changes, three ties in this ball game. It came down to the wire as Carter Patrick finishes with 39 points as your M81 Clash MVP. All the details coming up next on the WLW Sports Network. 62 to 60, Kansas City. Final score from Cass City, Michigan. A two-point victory for the Cass City Redhawks on their home court. Improved to 15-0 on the season. And now, statistically, have clinched at least a share of the Greyertham West title. As they improved to 9-0. And Carroll falls to 6-3 in divisional play with three games to play for both squads. A wild night. We had five lead changes and three ties in this ballgame altogether. And it was an M81 clash. They call that for a reason, and we saw, <laughs> we saw why tonight as well. Standing rolly tonight in Cass City, and here we are. Let's take you through it. Carroll came out hot, leading 5-0 over Cass City to start this ballgame. And then suddenly, Cass City gets on the board with a counter Patrick three-pointer to make it 5-3. Then Carroll makes a three-pointer to make it 8-3. Then... Cassidy goes on a 10-0 run in just 2 minutes and 36 seconds to take it from 13, from 8-3 to, to then 13-8. to eight. Then Carroll and Cassidy exchange baskets, then Cassidy goes on a run to end the first quarter, going from 15-12 to 22-12 to at the end of the first quarter, and it was Cassidy by 10 points at the end of the first quarter. Said, oh boy, here we go. Carroll came out swinging, but then Cassidy started to show what they've got. Then Carroll outscores Cassidy in the second quarter, 21-9. To make it a two-point lead for Carroll at halftime, 31-33. Back and forth ball game in the second quarter. Carroll goes on a 12-2 run in four minutes and 19 seconds. Take it from down by nine to up by one, 27-26. And then back and forth the rest of the quarter and half to 33-31 to 31 at halftime. At that point, Carter Patrick had 20 points, Matt Malendorf 5, Cohen Sherman 4, and Tyler Kumper 2 points. At the half for Carroll, Logan McGarry was leading the way with 10 points, Valen Buniak with 6, 5 points each for Le Evan Langmaid and Connor McGarry, 4 points for Janie Buniak and Ethan Ransford with a big 3 at halftime. In the third quarter, Cassidy scores first, Makes it 33-33. Carroll responds with four straight points themselves. Makes it 37-33. Then Cassidy scores. Exchange baskets the rest of the way. It's 40-35 Carroll with 6.05 left in the third quarter. Cassidy goes and then scores three straight points to make it 38-40. Carroll still leading by two. 42-38 Carroll by two points halfway through the third. And then Cassidy goes on another big run. A 10-0 run. All the way down to a minute six left in the third quarter to make it 48-42 Cass City. And they would not trail the rest of the way out. Cass City would, or Carroll would hit a free throw with 53 seconds left in the quarter. Cass City would make a three points with five seconds left. 51-43, 51-45 at the end of the third quarter. As Cass City scores 20 in the third, Carroll scores 10 
With eight minutes remaining, it's a six-point lead for Cass City, 51-45. On to the fourth quarter we go, and Cass City scores first with a big three-pointer from Carter Patrick. Makes it 54-45, leading by nine. McCarrow responds themselves with a made three-pointer from Connor McGarry. He makes it 54-48, then 54-50. Cass City responds. Carroll responds. It's 56-53, halfway through the thir- fourth quarter. And then for the next three and a half minutes, we'd have no points. It would be 56-53, Cass City leading Carroll, 56-53, and then the rest of the way out, exchanging baskets. Cass City would score, making it 58-53. Carroll would score with two points, making it 58-55. With 28 seconds left, Cass City would make a free throw. Carroll would make a basket, 59-57. Cass City would make a free throw, making it 60-57. Then they make it 62-57 with Carter Patrick making two free throws. And then as time expires, Connor McGarry makes a three-pointer at the top of the key to make it a two-point ball game in final. Cass City, 62 Carroll, 60. And if it seemed chaotic as I walked you through all those scoring plays and you really didn't pay, couldn't quite keep a handle on it, well, that's because that's exactly how the game won as well, it felt. And final score, Cassidy secures their 15th victory of the season in 15th straight victory, improving to 15-0 on the season. And they make it a 62-60 victory over a pesky Carroll Tiger squad. 62-60. And it clinches a share of the at least uh, at least a share of the Greater Than West title. One more victory for Cass City this season in divisional play will win them an outright title. Last year they had to share it with Lakers. They're trying to win it outright this year in the final season of the Greater Than Conference. Steve Bone, before we get into the lean scores, your thoughts? I, again, great game. Just uh, you've got a you've got a Caro team that has. Really good balance. They got a couple, got a couple seniors, couple juniors, and a really good sophomore. This was a big game for the sophomore, Connor McGarry. Yes, I mean he's up against the best player in the thumb, in Carter Patrick, and just a great back and forth, back and forth, and I think Carroll learned a lot. Yeah, um, the execution by Cass City down the stretch doing what they had to do defensively and offensively, getting the ball to who they wanted to get to when they wanted to get it there. You know, they made a change against what Carroll was doing defensively against Carter by putting Carter down in the block so they could run him in the block, run him back to the high post and back down to the block. It makes it really hard to deny and double when you're there. So and when he gets the ball in there, he can really go to work with the shot fakes. Again, call it the old man game. He got the shot fake, get people up, draw the foul. Just, to, again, a really, really good game. These two teams are going to see each other again. I don't know if it's going to be in the finals of the district or how that's going to work out. But uh, I got a feeling these two teams are going to see each other again. Um, there ain't nobody going to want to go up against Carroll because, I mean, they shot the ball really well tonight. They defended well. They, they executed what they wanted to do. So I think, yeah, you hate to lose. But in the big picture, I think Carroll got a lot more out of this than uh, probably Cass City did. Oh, without a doubt. There's a good chance these two teams will meet in districts. Oh, gosh, yes. And 
And, again, I think the pivotal moment was that three and a half minutes where nobody scored in the fourth quarter. Uh-huh. Carroll had, and I think they had three or four possessions there where they came up empty, um, and they just couldn't get that one basket. The turnover down on their own baseline. They called a timeout to set something up. They get down, and they turn it over. Yep. That, I think, was the critical moment there that it had Carroll's connected. One, it would have been a tie ball game. Yep. But then on top of that, you know, you give momentum back to Carter Patrick on his home court as he's just crowned snow-coming king. That was a good night for him. Yeah. <laughs> Scores 39 <laughs> points. Earns the crown <laughs> as MVP of the M81 Clash and is crowned king and leading scorer by just a little bit. Yeah. Is he a birth? Is it his birthday? His birthday? Yeah. <laughs> Everything else. I think uh, he wins a new car, I think. Pat Curtis has given him a new car, I think. <laughs> That's part of the M81 clash. Uh, so let's take you through leading scores. Carter Patrick, 39 points. The kid averages 25.4 per game. He said, eh, that's not good enough. 39 points tonight as he takes the MVP title home in the M81 clash. Matt Mellendorf with 13 points, four points for Cohen Sherman, three points for Trent Patrick, two points for Tyler Kumper, and one point for Carson Anthos. The over-under for Carson Anthos on the night was .5. He made one free throw to upend Las Vegas for the first time in a while. That's a whole different side story there. But Cassidy ends up with 62 points on the night, 12 of 21 from the free throw line for 57%. Carter Patrick from the free throw line. Let me do some math quick here. He was 5 for 5 in the first half in 5 of 6 in the second half. So 10 of 11 from the free throw line for Carter Patrick. The rest of the team was two for a uh, two for ten. Yeah, that ain't. That's uh, not the best. No, that ain't the best. That's not the best. But <laughs> a victory is a victory is a victory, all the way through. And uh, Carroll was seven of eight from free throw line for eighty-seven percent. Kansas City ended up with five turnovers. Carroll with seven. Rebounding Kansas City with twenty-four. Carroll with nineteen. So turnovers in favor of Cass City. Rebounds in favor of Cass City. Free throws, uh, well, percentage-wise, went to Carroll, but Cass City went to the free throw line 21 times, made 12. Carroll made 7 of their 8 on the night. Carroll, led by sophomore Connor McGarry, averages 18.6. He had 5 at halftime. It's a little bit of a slow first half, but then breaks out for 19 in the second half, including that 3-pointer right at the end. For 24 points, pacing all Carroll Tigers tonight, with 24 of the 60 for the Carroll Tigers. Logan McGarry, older brother, he had 14. All of those came in the first three quarters, including two three-pointers, three baskets, and two for two from the free-throw line for Logan McGarry, ripping down critical rebounds as well and really cutting off Carter Patrick. Yes, Carter Patrick ended up with 39 points tonight, but it could have been much more had Logan McGarry not shut down that baseline and let Carter Patrick go to the, uh, to the basket like we've seen so many times throughout his entire career. Five points for Evan Langmaiden. Four points for Jaden Buniak and two quick baskets in the first quarter. Nothing after that. And Ethan Ransford made a three in the second quarter, which was huge for three points on the night. Steve Bone, what do you have for shooting? It was a good night shooting for both teams. Again, you can see why these teams are good. I mean, both teams had less than ten turnovers. That's really good in yes. a high school basketball game. And with the defensive pressure that was put on by both teams, that's really good uh, when you have less than ten turnovers uh, with the defensive pressure we've seen tonight. And then same thing with that pressure. They 
Both teams still scored. I mean, 62-60, it's a, that's a really good high school basketball game. So, anyways, Carroll in the second half was 6-19 inside the arc, struggled a little bit in there. They had took a couple tough shots, driving layups. They were 32% inside, but 3-3, three of three, they hit some monster threes when they had to, so they were 100% in the second half. <laughs> the first half, they were 60%. So, for the game, I mean, they shot 69% from the arc. That really wow. that really kept them in the game. Um, so overall, they shot 41% in the second half for the game. They shot 48%. Again, like I said, 69% from uh, three-point land, nine to 13. Um, that's a that's a really good shooting night. Um, you know, normally they make six a game and they made nine tonight. So that's uh, they got to be real happy with that. And then on Cass City side, they didn't shoot the ball as much in the second half. It seemed like they were kind of running Taking clock. Time, they yeah. were getting going to the free throw line. They were six and nine, sixty-six percent inside the arc. Again, most of that was when Carter Patrick went inside. They put him down the block, let him work in that whole area from low post to high post, get it to him there, let him attack from that spot. And uh, anybody's gonna have trouble with him down there. And then uh, they were four or ten. Uh, Patrick hit some big, <laughs> he hit some big uh, threes as well. Um, and I thought the biggest one was Mellendorf down here in his right corner. That was a big three for them as huge, well. Huge, So, anyways, they were 4-10 for 40% in that second half. So, 53% shooting in the second half. And then for the game, they shot 48%, uh, 38% from the arc. Just under 40%, you'd be happy with that. And they were just under 60% inside the arc. So, again, for the game, 48%. Both teams shot 48% on the game. I mean, again... It was a really, really good game. So you, you look at differences and you say, wow, you know, Patrick had 39, and that is huge. That's the one thing Cass City has nobody else has. I mean, you can basically give the ball to Patrick, and he can basically win the game for you by himself. And not saying that he did that, but he has that ability to score from anywhere. I mean, he scored inside, he scored outside, he scored at the free throw line, he scored taking it to the basket. He scored on pull-up jump shots. He can just flat score in any way. But saying all that, Matt Mellendorf averages just under six points a game, and he has 13. That's huge for Cass City. It gives yeah. him another score. And when they really needed it, and he hit a couple threes and drove to the basket because they flew out on him because he made those threes, and then he took it to the basket and finished there. So that was a really big night. And then you go over on the Carroll side, and um, you got Logan McGarry, who's averaging just under three points a game, and he he's puts up 14. I mean, that's just. <laughs> yeah. But but those are the games you have to have. You know, when you're when you go into the opposing gym, you better have somebody else besides your main scorers do a job because they're going to put their best people on your best people. And Connor McGarry had uh, Sherman on him in the first half, just like he did in the second half. And he didn't, what did you say, he had five points in the first half. Yeah, five he, points and then 19 points in the second half. Yes, he started to get, he kind of got loose a little bit. They kind of cleared out a little more, give him more one-on-one uh, -on -one space where he could attack the basket without too much help coming off. And, again, Logan McGarry drove the basket really well. Um, but, you know, Cass City did a nice job controlling Langmaid because he's averaging just under 13 points and he only had five tonight. So uh, it was big that... Um, Logan came up with that 14 to help with the scoring there. Yeah, great game. 
Oh, yeah. This is this is. I mean, you look at the district. You've got Carroll. You've got Cass City. You've got Harbor Beach. Um, and Lakers is going to make noise, and and Bad Axe is going to make noise, and yeah, USA might even jump up and and, and uh, be the dark horse as well. Right. You never, you know, in district. Districts. You, you just, <laughs> it's the tournament. You just never know. Did, so, did we hear a final on that USA game, by the way? I, they were playing Vassar. Right. It was 52-46 last we heard Vassar was leading. Yeah, I haven't got anything new on that. Okay. <laughs> well, if you could find out, that would be great. Yeah. As, where, uh, hey, where are we going next week? I, oh, I oh, got I, a feeling. I, I We're going to be hitching our wagon to Cass City here for a little bit, if, you, if, if taking a look at it, because – Next week might be the biggest game of the regular season outside of uh, divisional play. We have the best of the East against the best of the West. Cass City travels to Harbor Beach to take on the Pirates, and that game will be next Friday, a week from tonight in Harbor Beach. You'll hear every second of it right here on Sports Radio 1021. And really looking forward to that. Again, we've kind of been looking forward to that game all year. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Harbor Beach kind of stumbled the other night. At Marlette. Well, uh, the whole team had the flu. Oh, well, that doesn't help. No. But they still should overcome the flu. Michael Jordan had some of his best games when he was sick. So, but, well, so everyone can do that then? But in a way, in a way, it might not be the, it might not be the worst thing. Sometimes uh, a loss will get your attention, bring you back to where you need to be. And so, yeah, really looking forward to that. And that, uh, that's going to be another tough test for Cass City because, again, you know, team comes in undefeated. What's Everybody wants to knock yeah, you off. of course. So you're going to get everybody's best. And then people make the comment, well, you don't want to, you don't want to beat them before you go to districts. I'll, I'll take a victory any time I can get. I was going to say, sports is so much about confidence. <laughs> yes. If I, if I win, i got to have more confidence than you have. Nobody's going to say, well, I just – we're we just going to let them win, and we'll get them next week or two weeks from now. Nah, go get them. Now, you might not show something special that you're thinking. You might not do that. But knowing Coach Fernald and knowing Coach uh, Shears? No. Uh, oh, Ruble. Ruble, they're not going to change too much. Here's, no. what, here's what we do. No. We're going to do it better than you, and let's, uh, let's go see who does it best and in the end. We'll see. Well, Steve Moan, we both took Cass City tonight in the uh, Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise Roadmap. And uh, I took Cass City by nine points, 58-49. You took Cass City by four points, 53-49. to And it was a two-point differential, 62-60. to So it's based on differential. And so you've, there you get the third victory of the season. The stands are now Steve Moan, three, Clark Ramsey, two. Yes, we're get it's now it's, it's getting it's to where, where it's, I gave you that one last week. Though. This is where it's supposed to be. Me being ahead. Okay, that's where it's supposed to be. Gotcha. Other area scores. Let's take you through this. And all these have been reported through the Thumb Sportser Association. Thank you to everyone who has submitted these. Uh, Harbor Beach takes out Capac fifty-five to twenty-nine. Harbor Beach was led by Benson Harper with twenty-four points. That's about his average. Sandusky falls to Ubley. Ubley. Uh, with 51, Sandusky 42. At the end of the third quarter, Sandusky was leading by a point. And Ubley outscores Sandusky by 10 points, 16 to 6 in the fourth quarter to take out the victory at home against uh, Hope at home against Sandusky. Ubley 51, Sandusky 42. Braden Franzel leads the way with 21 points. 
and Bender for Sandusky with 14. Last we heard, Marlette was beating Brown City in the, at the end of the first quarter, 15-2. to two. Have not heard a thing since from Marlette, but coming out strong against Brown City. Lakers and Badax. It was uh, 24-22 at halftime, Lakers. Then it was 37-30 at the end of the third quarter and for, in favor of Lakers. And Lakers hangs on by 9 points, 52-43. to 43. Leighton Crone has 21 points for the Lakers. Jansen at 21. And Grady Seltz at 15 for the Bad Axe Hatchets. So Lakers improves to 6-7 on the season. Bad Axe falls to 6-8. And, and then, of course, the game here, 62-60 to 60 in favor of Cass City. And Vassar in USA last we heard. Vassar was leading by 6 points, 52 to 46, and we haven't heard uh, we a haven't true heard, final. I believe it ended up eight points. But okay. So. Okay. But, yeah, Vassar did win. Vassar did win. Yes. Okay. So there you have it. Vassar improves to 3-14 and 14 in the season. USA falls to 3-13. and 13. Steve Bone, final thoughts here from Cass City, Michigan. If this is the way it's going to be from here on out, you and oh I are boy. going to have a good oh time. Boy. I mean, we got another good one next week, and then, I mean – it's amazing. It, uh, it doesn't seem like we're already getting to that point, but uh, you can see the district's already Starting not that far up. away. So, again, uh, just I can't tell you how impressed I am with uh, Carter Patrick's game. Again, yeah. he can do everything. It, it just – and then – and do it in a – I don't know how to put it. In today's – world where non- every where everybody's pounding their chest and you know showing off every time they work. do something he just goes to work puts up 39 walks off the floor barely a smile and just like another day at the office which is really that's really cool i mean i just i i, I give him a lot of credit because uh, uh it's uh it, it's rare to see that most of the time any you know <laughs> kid makes one three in the in the season, and they they're shooting themselves in the arm and showing that you're too small or making a muscle sign or something. So, uh, one correction: Jacob Zibitowski had that three pointer to end the first half for Carroll, so he ended up with three points. Ethan Ransford did not have that three, so oh, okay. I apologize for. I know you wouldn't sleep tonight if I didn't make that correction, but um, <laughs> just want to get that you out. You just there. wanted to say the name again. Well, I just if I'm saying you it correctly, practiced correct, it. If I'm saying it correctly, I do believe that, based on my Polish heritage, I would like to think I'm saying that correctly. But who knows at this point? So, Cassidy improves to 15 and 0, and they've got uh, a big week ahead of them. They are home against Millington on Wednesday, and then on the road at Harbor Beach. So, so two big contests there for Cassidy. Getting them ready for a. Uh, to become uh, quite the battle-tested entering into the final three weeks of the regular season here. Caro continued tonight, started a four-game road trip for them. They're at Cassidy tonight, then at Sagan Novell on Wednesday, at Reese next Friday, and then at Lakers the following Wednesday. And again, this was the third game this week for Caro. Yeah. And to, and to give the effort they gave and the, the way they played, I mean, they gave us uh, everything they could, and I just, I mean, hats off to them as well. So... We now shift our attention to the the kind of the, the contest we've been waiting for for quite some time here. That is Harbor Beach in Cass City next Friday, which will be the game of the week on the WLW Sports Network coverage starting right around 6:40. As uh, the best of the East against the best of the West goes head to head in a little bit of a perhaps perhaps a 
district preview, perhaps for the championship. Don't want to get ahead of myself now. Right, you don't want to get ahead of yourself. But Carol, it'll be interesting. Or, it'll be interesting how the pairings go. Yeah. Because yeah. again, I believe the state only pair they the only, top two, the seeds, top two, and then everyone so, else is randomized. So Cass City will be on one side, Harbor Beach will be on the other, mm-hmm. and I know it's already predetermined, so I don't know exactly where Carroll will fall in that. But again, there's games to be played, so but yeah, it'll be uh, yeah, really looking forward to next week. We like you said, we've been looking forward to that game for quite some time because those are the two teams that were supposed to win the the East and the West, and it looks like those are the two teams that are going to win the East and the West, and it's always good when the two teams get together late in the year. Normally those games are played at the beginning of the season, but this year it's more to the end. So you're going to see two of the best teams in the thumb going at it. Uh, You're going to have two of the best players with Carter, Patrick, and uh, is it Dylan Harper? Benson Harper. Benson Harper. Who's Dylan Harper? I have no clue. (laughs) I have no clue. (laughs) That's why I don't say first names. Gosh. You you can barely say last names. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So we got another good game coming up next Friday as Harbor Beach will host the Cassidy Red Hawks. All coverage starting here on 640, 645, somewhere in there on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Steve, thanks for your help tonight. And tonight's presentation of the WLW Sports Network is being brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb, DS Services of Cass City, Kohler Propane, North Star Bank, Harbor Beach Community Hospital, Mackenzie Jewelers. If you don't know diamonds, know your jeweler. Rusky Side and Building Repair, McVeigh Insurance Agency, and Sure Health. Better health, better life, are you sure? So on behalf of Steve Bone, our in-game analysis, doing a great job in his third year, really getting the hang of things, finally. <laughs> Had to get that final in there. No, he's doing a great job, as always. My name is Clark Ramsey, producer and host of this broadcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's game. It's hard not to, de- dependent on no matter what side you're on. As Kansas City holds off the Carroll Tigers in a back-and-forth ball game, 62-60 to is your final score. As the Cassidy Red Hawks improve to 15-0 on the season and now have a big week in front of them. Home against Millington on Friday and then the game of the week at Harbor Beach next Friday right here on Sports Radio 1021. On behalf of Steve Bone, I'm Clark Ramsey. Thank you for listening tonight. As we've got ourselves three more weeks of the regular season before their tournament play begins and it's starting to shape up like quite the finish for every team involved. Congratulations to Cass City taking home the M81 Clash victory tonight. And to Carter Patrick, Crown King and MVP all in the same night, leads away with 39 points. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. We'll see you next Friday. Good night. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by Agri-Valley Services. On Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWSports.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your hardwood home for high school hoops is the WLEW Sports Network.